You're listening to the Crackle Pop Culture Cast. I'm your host, Matt. With me, as always, are my two co-hosts, Adam. Hey. Hello. <laughs> and Michael. Yep. Hey. <laughs> Adam, what's our topic this week? We're talking about favorite video games. Or do you just want to go with that? Favorite video game! Do you want to try a third reflection? Favorite video game! You want to go I can do fourth? as many as I as you need. Go one more time. Yeah. Favorite video game! What reflection was that? Nobody likes a Charlie in the box. It's the <laughs> Charlie in the box. What an obscure reference. <laughs> but everybody knows it. Michael, do you know the reference? Yes. Yes. What is it? He does out a Santa or something. That was Rudolph. That, Rudolph, yeah. I thought it was it's from Rudolph. the Santa Claus one. You don't know it. You That's don't Rudolph. know it. It's when the elf goes to the island of misfit toys. Kirby. And nobody wants a Charlie in the box. Nobody likes a Charlie in the box. Who does want a Charlie in the box? I kind of do. It'd be unique. Everybody has a Jack in the box. I want a Charlie. Favorite video game. <laughs> hey, this section is sponsored by... <laughs> GameStop. Sell your games to us for $2. We'll sell it back to you for $40. Then the podcast podcast gets shut down. Because <laughs> they see this. Well, GameStop doesn't have any money anymore. So no. Okay, well, we're talking... We're talking video games. <laughs> video games. Uh, okay, so my thought was, let's mm-hmm. do something fun. Unlike the intro where you guys didn't want to do it with me. Right. Let's do something a little bit different. For how we choose who goes first last. Cause, Something fun is different. Because this is normally torture. Yep. Um, I thought let's do rock, paper, scissors to determine who goes first, Ooh. last, and second. I don't know how to play that game. You don't have paper. I'm kidding. I do. Let's do it. That's really idiotic of you. I like to make stupid No wonder Char left you. Char! <laughs> I'm going to record that and put it in every single podcast. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Before we do this. <laughs> We've all got our... echo on it like I'm falling off a cliff or something. <laughs> all right, here we go. Oh, hold on, hold on. So whoever loses goes first, then the, after that second, and then the one who is the Highlander of this okay, yeah. is, goes last. Okay. okay. Can we here say we go, yeah. one, two, three? One, two, three. Hey, we're all scissors. Oh, God, we're a bunch of Scissor idiots. me timbers. <laughs> okay. Okay. What? We're really bad at this. Okay. One, two, three. We're all paper. <laughs> okay. We're all scissors. We're again. all paper. Here we go. Let's go. One, two, three. Hey, I beat oh. you both. Adam, Losers. Okay. So Adam last. last. Okay. Let's go, Michael. Oh, Michael Michael's goes first. first. Cha-ching. Okay. To. Michael, what's your favorite video game? Actually, let's let's talk about some of the reasons why. We, yeah, let's talk about how we're going to. Yeah, how we're going to. Talk about this, um, the structure of this. Uh, we're gonna talk about the best video game. Are we? Our personal preference. Okay. We're gonna talk about why it's the best video game, the cultural impact that the video game has, and uh, how it changed video games going forward. So, uh, Michael, go ahead, start us off. My pick was Halo.
Halo mm-hmm. 3, as I didn't grow up on Halo 1 or 2. Um, my reason being that it revolutionized online gameplay. I noticed that there were some other systems that tried, but Xbox Live was the first to succeed. And it also was a, a big uh, reason why I ended up dropping out of college. The second being I ended up getting married. But um, Is this the best, <laughs> best reasons to cancel your life goals for a video game? If, oh no, all I'm saying is if a game is that good that you drop out of college, <laughs> it's worthy of being mentioned. Hmm. Anything else? Like the four things that I brought up of what we should talk about for each game. Well, I kind of mentioned it kind of revolutionized uh, gameplay as online multiplayers became a standard in which people expected uh, games to be released and to be executed on. I'd say that was uh, pretty juicy. That's good. I feel juiced. I feel our three listeners might agree with Halo. Okay. Well, one of them will. One of them will. One of them will. All right, Uh, Matt. Yeah. My pick is... Yeah? My pick is Final Fantasy VII. Came out in 1987. Uh, Squaresoft, now Square Enix. Thank you, Adam. You're welcome. Uh, it was the first 3D game that uh, Squaresoft did. They were originally planning as a 2D game, I found out today. It kind of is, in a way. But it's, pre-rendered backgrounds. But, so they did the 3D rendered characters, right, the and then they did the 2D background yep. to give it a more, little bit more of a realistic feel. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was, um, it was the first RPG I ever played. It was uh, very influential on my path of playing games and uh, following playing story driven games but uh, I played it I was probably in middle school so probably 7th grade so I mean how old are you in 7th grade uh 12 you're 12. 11 12 12 you're 12 12 okay 12. so I was like 12 years old when I when I started playing it and uh th- the story went over my head the first time it was mostly the visuals and the uh battle system Mm-hmm. which still is like the standard for all the battle systems for me mm-hmm. in an RPG, um, the turn-based system, and mm-hmm. where you, you, you basically just take turns <laughs> hitting each other. And it's, yeah, I mean, it's kind of the, it's kind of like a board game mm-hmm. where you just roll the dice and you take a turn and then you roll the dice and you take a turn. So it that. But um, yeah, no, I'm with you. You guys are both dicks. What what you're did both, I say? You're both mocking. I've never played Final Fantasy. Have you played any RPGs? What did I turn based RPGs? What did I say in the notes? I said wait till I'm done. I said wait till we're all I'm done. Sorry. Did we even rebuttal Michael? I didn't even say anything. You call us dicks. Because you guys are dicks. So we figured you were done. You, stole so you just turned to us and called us dicks for no reason. You stole a pizza from me. <laughs> that was on Saturday. That's in the past. Leave it behind. I filed the police report. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you done? Yeah, no, no, I'm not done. Okay, okay. what's so the cultural significance of this? Okay, so it's cultural significance because it was a world that was completely fleshed out. It had uh, a world map that you could explore. Mm-hmm. My game has that too. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> um, it, it it had it, so there were different cities that didn't all feel the same. You go to like <clears throat> one of the characters is like a dog. Uh, Do you remember that? No, but yeah. It was like wrong That's work. revolutionary. It's culturally significant. <laughs> it's not what I'm getting at. 
I'm saying there was a dog. It was a character, and, and mm-hmm. then you go to his village, and it's like a uh, village of dogs. No, it was like old hogs or dogs or whatever. <laughs> old hogs. That's a good movie. <laughs> Isn't old dogs with uh, Robin Williams and uh-huh. Tim Allen? And old or uh, old hogs with John Travolta. Glad you just caught up the conversation. <laughs> Is that what we're talking about? I Is thought John Travolta so. in that one. Is it even called Old Hogs? There's Old Hogs and Old Dogs, I think. Boy, people are really (laughs) running out of ideas. (laughs) Now let's do Old Bogs. Old Logs. Old Cogs. (laughs) It's about machinery. Um, It's a good choice. No, so everything felt fleshed out. You had a city mid-card. Did you play it? uh, I don't. I haven't. I I own it. For PC. Did you see that they're coming out with a re... re uh... I actually talked about it a couple weeks ago, so yeah. Oh, okay. The, well, uh, the new revised. I, 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 uh... Remastered. Right. Okay. I blacked that out. It's when fine. you ta- were telling me about that. So you saw that. that but you haven't played the game through. No, I haven't. I've seen it being, being played, but I've never... Michael Shane played it myself. He hasn't played the game? I am an RPG fan. I haven't fan, played a though. single uh, Final Fantasy. That's disappointing. Do, have you played any RPG tech games? I don't like think that? you could... Japanese RPGs? In... No? This is like the first major one because I think it's not true, but okay. Well, what's true? I'd say for for people who played video games, yeah, the first major one was probably Final Fantasy One. You think that was yeah. the first one? It was huge. It was on the NES. I thought it, it was gigantic. Come, I thought that I thought all the uh, other ones didn't come over until after. Seven no, came out. Final Fantasy One did come out. Uh, that was SNES, I think, right? No, that was regular Nintendo. And then there was Final Fantasy five and six came out as two and three over here. So there were yeah. there was a whole bunch of them that didn't come out. Didn't three they? was huge, and then Chrono Trigger came out, and that was huge. That was a good one. And then Final Fantasy seven came out not too long after that, and that was also huge because it was visuals people had never seen before. The cinematics of it was yeah, crazy. yeah. They had forty minutes of uh, yeah. full motion video or whatever they call, but it was um, it, not it, full it, motion video. Full, full motion video is where you record people, live actors. Um, it's uh, pre-rendered, pre-rendered CGI, whatever. I just saw that they called it FMV a lot, so I don't know what it. FMV is. is full motion video, but maybe that is what they call. It, but usually FMV refers to people who are live act, live action actors. Well, so I, like the Command and Conquer series. I don't know if you ever played yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The actors who looked like cheese. Act- yeah, yeah, it's actual people. But Which yeah. one saved the franchise? Is the first one? The first one. How can the first one should save the franchise? Saved. I don't think they were. Ever well, in the trouble. company was in trouble, and then it was going to be their final project. Really? Yeah. Oh, that, that's know. why no, they called this, it the Final this, Fantasy. No, this. No. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Where'd you read that? I thought that was common knowledge. I did. I, no, no, I had not they, heard this that. This was going to be their final game released as a company, and Final Fantasy uh, made so much money the original that it spurred them on to create. What are they on like? 92 uh, no they're, they're on 15 on, i think or 16 they are gonna release oh boy no 11, well, they've done so 11, many spin-offs no too. on the left no but i only count the main line so 11 you, was online 12 was a playstation 2 game 13 was the first one on playstation 3 15 is coming out this year 14 was the one that was online so 15 yeah so 15 did you ever play final fantasy tactics I did not, but I did. Well, I tried. Yeah, it's tough. It's but it, yeah, it's it's really tough, especially coming the first, the first one that I encountered was Final Fantasy VII. That was the first RPG I ever played. Okay, and so kind of coming from that, which is a very three D game, it was yeah. hard to go back and play sprite based stuff. Yeah, the the not eight bit, but 
Right, it was like a 32-bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it it was a good game. I think it was uh, culturally significant because it was the first game that kind of introduced the RPG to the masses. Yeah, I guess that'd be true. Yeah, like and that was that for me, and I know a lot of other people that was, especially of my age, that was the first RPG that they had ever encountered. Mm-hmm. Especially because it was on the PlayStation. I think that's what propelled the PlayStation. Oh, for sure. To become what it ended up becoming, and now you know we're in PlayStation Four. Well, did you know that the PlayStation was originally being developed with Nintendo? Did not know that. Yeah, and then Nintendo decided not to. Uh, go with a disc-based system. They wanted to stick with cartridge-based, and so they went with the 64. But PlayStation was super successful. Sony just decided to go ahead with it for themselves. So, hey, don't all applaud at once, um, to my knowledge. <laughs> there. <laughs> Please, no. Stop with the back massages. I actually don't hear anybody doing any of those things for you. So, uh, uh but it, it was a good story. Uh, they killed a main character. I'm sorry, I won't drag on anymore. But it, they killed a main character, which halfway was, through. Yeah, which was pretty significant. They gave you enough time to actually play the character. Mm-hmm. Um, well, is it Eris or Aerith or I mean, I, I think believe it's Aerith. Aerith. Okay, whatever. Okay. The girl. Yeah. That kind of, you kind of fall in love with, or the main. Oh, character I fall kind of falls in love with. I never played it. So, yeah. But okay, so there's a character that you meet right at the beginning of the game. And you and she ends up becoming a playable character, and about halfway through the story, spoiler alert for a game that came out like twenty years ago, she dies. So, um, that was one of the. It was, and not only was it the first RPG that kind of hooked me on uh, an ongoing story and turn-based battle, but it was they killed a character that you were uh, led to believe would not die, basically, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's why it was a great game for me i enjoyed it's my favorite video game that was a real struggle to just get those like three points was that playstation that was a playstation yeah yep oh and the buster sword is just as uh, big as any other uh, video game kind of is is, uh iconic i guess yes any other video game weapon like the buster uh thing bluth no mega man's gun is called a buster or something i don't know mega buster maybe i don't know anywho's should i move on to mine so yeah i'm done okay do you have anything for yours yes i do of course um end of episode so i have been playing i'm gonna i'm gonna do a little intro for mine okay (laughs) so i've been playing video games for uh my whole life i grew up on an nes super nintendo nintendo 64 playstation 2 Xbox 360. Now I have a PlayStation 4. For a little while, I played PC. Okay. I was very into video games for much of my life. And I've played many different genres. But the game... When I was thinking about this, I was like, okay, what game would I sit down and play again, no matter what, at any time? And there's a lot of games that I really loved on the Super Nintendo. I loved Earthbound. I loved Chrono Trigger. I loved... That's about it. But I loved a lot of Super Nintendo games. No, Star Fox, things like that. Super 64, I mean, Mario 64 blew my mind. Star Fox 64 blew my mind. The NES system, everything about it blew my mind. PlayStation 2 blew my mind. My mind was blown so many times, it was crazy. How the game. Are you getting then when I was in playing PC, like, Half Life 2 blew my mind. But I always return 
to the OG Mario Mario Super Mario World for Super Nintendo. Because it is the perfect platformer game. The colors are insane and the graphics show off exactly what the Super Nintendo was capable at the time, capable of at the time. The Super Nintendo could do far more than the Sega Genesis. And the Genesis had some cool games, but this game, like Nintendo is, is great at making iconic, ageless games. And Super Mario World is no different. They kind of took the mold that Super Mario 3, which is also a fantastic game, created with the sort of overworld map and you go to different types of world type areas and you have super cool powers more than just the flower and the invincibility star and they introduced tons of new enemies and tons of new characters they introduced yoshi yoshi <laughs> and the cape and you could like run up certain walls and you could it was just awesome and yoshi himself had superpowers and mario it was just incredible amounts of fun super mario world i could sit there and play it and there's so many secrets in that game like there's little keys that you can go and find little keyholes and unlock and the keyhole grows and you go inside it and then and you go to some secret place and there's some secret level with another secret thing and there's secret this and secret that and everything's a secret and there's so much secrets and guess what you know what the main character in this game dies a lot so if you think final fantasy a main character dying is important. Imagine if Mario died, and then you got to got to play again, and then he might die again. You could even kill Yoshi on accident. But Super Mario World culturally significant because it set the standard for platformers. It brought the the basic ideas of what platformers could do in the NES era to the big time with the awesome new systems it really re-energized the video game market a little more i remember standing in what was it it was some sort of a video game store electronics boutique or something like that when i was a little kid super nintendo had just come out and they were showing videos of it on the walls and i was just amazed by it i remember this big green circle blob thing floating through a haunted castle and you can see those when you play the game obviously and uh they're less impressive now but i remember when i was a kid it was like this is insanely cool so, Super Mario World stands the test of time. My my nephew plays it. My nieces play it. Kids still play it. They still enjoy it. It's still very difficult um, at times. But but it's smooth as silk. It's smoother than silk. It's smoothest of silks. You would know because you're wearing silk. I am wearing a silk blouse right now. <laughs> silk trousers. Silk shoes. And cotton socks. I'm not ashamed. It's weird that you just decided to end it with the socks. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> That's what I was going for. Being weird. Okay. Um. Yeah, Super Mario World. That is my choice. I love that game. Okay. I love it. I might love Earthbound a little more, but... What's Earthbound? The fact that I can play Super Mario World... I mean, Earthbound is an RPG from the 16-bit era, Super Nintendo. Okay. But it's like really funny and strange and it's uh yeah you kind of have to experience it there's a game that came out recently this year or last year called undertale and it got a lot of buzz it was this big indie game everybody loved it and stuff but it took a lot of its uh inspiration from earthbound earthbound is a totally like unique type of experience 
But it's an RPG, turn-based, like Final Fantasy. Attack, defend, use an item, whatever. But the story itself, the music, the characters, the graphics, and then the funny little things you read and, and you talk to people about is just awesome. The writing is so good in that game. It's great. Yeah. So, uh... Before we move on to anything else, do you guys have anything to say about anybody's choice? Um, I feel like Halo, I want to hear more about it. Yeah. I, I feel like Matt talked for about a half an hour, and I, I talked like for about happened. 15 minutes. I don't feel like that happened. And Michael spoke for about 15 seconds. That might be true. Michael... Tell us of some of your experiences. Yeah, tell like with it, Halo. Sell it. Sell me sell on it. Halo. Uh, well, I believe Halo's the highest selling game of all time, so I don't know how much I need to sell it since Is it's it currently really? selling. Uh, regardless, uh, what made the game so good for me, and this is just going to be my personal preferences. I'm a competitive person, and you can level up every time you win a game against your competitors which is typically a seven-year-old or nine-year-old boy who has po- <laughs> quite the potty mouth for their age. Um, and mine, I was in college at the time. Uh, but it was a, it was just a lot of fun to be able to rank and level. And um, it's just probably the best online fighting multiplayer I've ever played. And again, it's the highest selling, grossing game of all time. So I, I guess franchise. I can't go through one, two, three, and four. But I did stop playing after number three. Um, being as I got married, I married a gamer who liked rock band. So if uh, if this was a joint married podcast, <laughs> I, I'm, I think I'd have to say rock band. We've been praying for you ever since you got married. <laughs> No, I think uh, that's a good pick because, if, should I say friend of the show, Brian? Mm-hmm. Friend of the show, Brian. He actually was would organize games, and I, I don't know if you ever went to them. I only went to one. Okay, so Brian was really good about getting everybody to think it was a good idea to play halo all night long <laughs> it was and a good idea it, it was not in hindsight <laughs> but but it was fun and uh so we used to have what we called halo nights at the uh what we called the warehouse at the time when i was in high school and we would basically just take a bunch of recliners and couches and chairs and we'd put them back to back in a circle and we'd have projectors that were connected to people who would bring their Xboxes there to play Halo. And we would just play Halo all night hmm. until it, it was an overnighter thing. We just play all night. And that is so Halo was significant in that. That was the first game I remember uh, land parties in the first game. I remember um, like interactive online play. So I think, whereas I think Adam's game Adam's pick had a significance because it was a, I, I, I would I don't know what you call it. It was like the introduction for a lot of people, uh, is like one of the first games they play. You know, because there's like you know, there's Pong and stuff like that. But the, but that was the like Super Mario World was like the first game that ninety percent of the culture was introduced. to. People love culture. challenges, 
and like levels trying to level up and with my i i really like super mario world because um the idea is that you're trying to get through this entire map mm-hmm. and although you die you can continue to try and fight your way through this map I mean, I remember, I mean, my dad used to travel a lot when I was a kid, and we would go to hotels, and we'd be in these hotels very often for like a week at a time, and the only entertainment source we had was you could rent the SNES games Mm. or the Nintendo games to play for, you know, so many hours or whatever, but like Super Mario was very significant because... That was always a game that we would get like five levels in, mm-hmm. and then we'd leave the hotel, and then we oh. never got to see past it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I've ever seen the end of Super Mario, but it was, it was a game that like me and my brother we would just switch off. We trade every every level. Yeah, yeah. And I was probably six or seven at the time, mm-hmm. but like that was a game. So I mean, it was a very even after its release. You know, do you know when it was released? Well, <laughs> if we're talking about the original Super Mario, I think there was an arcade game. In the early 80s. And then uh, I think the NES Entertainment System, the, the Nintendo Entertainment System Entertainment System, I think was released in 1984, maybe 85? I'm not sure. So we're talking like... So that's okay. that's the original Mario. Okay. But Super Mario World, I think, was 92 or something. I don't know. I'm, I'm spitballing right now. Okay. I can look it up. So that, no, so that makes sense because... I don't even know how they did it, but they like they could somehow you could order the game through. Yeah, the TV, I remember that. I remember seeing that. And I, 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 that so that that was my experience with it, and it was. I mean, for me and my brother, that was huge because that was how we we mm-hmm. passed time. You know, it was a good game, but uh, that was how we passed time a lot of the time when we were sitting in the uh, hotel for hours at a time. Nineteen ninety. Nineteen ninety. Okay, yeah. so I was like three, four years old somewhere there. Mm. Yeah, Super Mario World, fantastic. And that's why that one's going to win. I remember, okay, Super Mario World. It had such an impact on me because when I was in, I want to say third grade, maybe second grade, third grade, uh, my friends and I would run around the playground and pretend we were Super Mario Brother, or Super Mario World characters. And my, my friend had a, so I would be like, oh, I'm Ludwig von Koopa, and oh, I'm Mario, I'm Luigi. My brother and I, like you were saying earlier, we would play the dying game where like somebody could play for so long, and then if they die, yeah. you could play yeah. some more. Um, but I remember my friend had a Super Mario World art book, or like a player's guide slash art book, and so it was like this big, thick thing when you're a kid, and it's just full of all these awesome drawings of these characters and enemies, and ah, oh, I loved it, I loved it. And we would draw our own levels. We'd, like, break out our own paper and just draw our own levels and stuff. It was so fun. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Good stuff. Oh, that was it. That was it. <laughs> I was really excited. I, I went off to a strong start there. And then I, I just petered out with were, the art book. You were the Titanic. Oh, I hit an iceberg. <laughs> Do you have anything to comment on Michael's or mine? Um, women and children first. Okay. <laughs> No, yes. Well, Halo. Okay, so Halo. Halo was probably the best console shooter, first-person shooter game. It, it really set the standard for that at the time. There was Goldeneye, which came before, but that yeah. was it was cool because it was easier to control than other first-person shooters of that day. But then Halo came out and kind of mastered that part, and then Call of Duty Two: Modern Warfare came out years and years and years later, yeah. and and re. re Reinvented it, and but. I would, I, and I would argue that Goldeneye pioneered multiple players 
for mm-hmm. like a LAN, you know. So they they had the four plugs in the front of the NES, uh, the N sixty four, and then you had Halo, which was it started out as a LAN kind of thing, but then it branched out into the Xbox Live and the whole first. So that yeah, so it really was the best bridge for that gap. It went from you have to sit in the room with your friends to I don't ever have to see my friends, mm-hmm. and then Call Call of Duty, like you mentioned, uh, was pretty important to me too because i hung out with many friends uh over the internet playing that game mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. yeah so that i mean halo my friend ryan had a, a xbox and that was one of the launch titles i think you know it was one of the big killer apps as i think they used to call them but uh i didn't i i had a playstation 2 and i really liked a game called time splitters which was the first person shooter Ooh, that's a good game and I preferred that to uh, Halo. I, Halo was fun and cool, but I didn't get as invested in it as other people. And so I have lots of friends who just like, oh, Halo 2 is awesome. Halo 1, Halo 3, you know, whatever. They have all their opinions about it. Me, I just never got into it because I was more, I had a PlayStation 2 and I didn't have the Xbox. And so I never got into the story. I never got into the characters. never got into it. But uh, I can respect that choice. Final Fantasy 7, that's a game I'm going to have to start at some point. I do have it for PC, but I haven't ever started or played it. So, are you able to go back and play something like Chrono Trigger? Mm-hmm. So, if you can go back... Oh, oh, so, yeah. if you, like, did you ever play the sequel to that Chrono Cross? Yes, I love that game. Okay, great game. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy isn't as open world, because, like, Chrono Cross is kind of like uh, pick your own adventure books, mm-hmm. where you can kind of decide right. where you want to go yeah. and it can end early uh final fantasy is more preset and you're always going to follow the same path but uh yeah if you like chrono trigger chrono cross it's kind of the same there's a lot of psychological story to it i really if you get a chance go back and play just sit down i think it's like 30 hours of gameplay okay to finish final fantasy final fantasy 7 yeah uh, but it's worth it it's a really good game and it uh They've actually gone, it's been, that was like such a uh, watershed moment for them, for Square. Yeah. That they've incorporated some of that into the later games. Hmm. Um, I think even in like Final Fantasy, I want to say Final Fantasy X, they talk about some of the stuff that happens in Seven. Okay. And then you, what the president of Square has said is that that's actually... That ten is a precursor to seven, and like mm. you know, because yeah, they're all kind of weird. Out of they're out of, disconnected, yeah. but they're kind of connected. Yeah, and I, and that, so it, I encourage you to go back. Seven is seven is really good. Yeah, I'll check it out. Really good I know. Uh, I'm just trying to think. Of eight or nine. So one of those is like really well regarded. Ten was okay. I did have ten. Everybody ten, loved ten. ten I thought it was. Good. I thought it was good. I wasn't super enamored with it because I had played other games RPGs on the PlayStation Two that I enjoyed more. But little known fact, or maybe well known fact, but fun fact, is that the designer of the original Final Fantasy, the battle system is, is actually uh, inspired by American football. Really? The, the turn-based aspect of it and sort of the blockers and because uh, you have two lines of battle, I think, on each side. Mm-hmm. So you have your blockers and you have your, you know, more potent yeah. attackers and stuff like that. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. kind of cool. That's interesting. Yep. Any more comments? Nothing. Three? Okay. Let's talk 
Recommendations. <sighs> I can't remember if I recommended this before, but it's a book called Ready Player One. You did. Shoot. <laughs> this week would have been the perfect week to recommend it as it's very uh, video game uh, inspired. I recommend it again. So I will. Uh, no. Um, you want to? You want to come back to you? Shoot. Well, I've been really uh, organizing my favorites for 2015. So if anything i will recommend leon bridges coming home it's a really great album um i really respect artists who uh enjoy a certain sound especially one that's kind of going away from modern music and he's trying to bring it back so be sure to check out leon bridges coming home yeah that's a that's a great album Mm -hmm. yes uh yeah that is a great album so you wanted my... <laughs> I, I did not want that. <laughs> you wanted my recommendation. Okay, well, since we're talking about video games, and uh, and I already mentioned it a little earlier, um, Earthbound, I guess I would recommend. Right now it's on uh, the Wii U. So all you know, 20 people who own a Wii U can uh, purchase that on the market. Earthbound. It's a lot of fun. Is it a PC game? No, it's a. It was originally developed for the Super Nintendo, and it had really bad marketing at the time. Basically, what what it was was, I subscribed to Nintendo Power, and when I was a kid, and and we had a, there was a big like full page spread on it. What's that? An aside. Don't you miss gaming magazines? Yeah, I mean they're still out there. Some of them are. are they really? Yeah, like I think EGM Electronic Gaming Monthly is still out there, and Game Informer still does print magazines. Really? Yeah. Oh, I gotta go to Barnes and Noble soon. But I don't. Speaking of dying industries. Yeah. If I, you know, if I go, if I want to research games, I don't go to magazines anymore. Like I will frequent like Game Informer. Yeah. The website. And there's other websites that are good too. But uh, anywho's, Earthbound had like a full page spread, and it had these scratch and sniff things, and they smelled terrible, and they were meant to smell terrible. <laughs> it's the, I mean, the the game has a awesome sense of humor it's a really funny game and so people didn't know what to do with it and the game itself came okay when it was originally released it came with the the, game, the player guide so the box was huge the box was like the size of a player guide but it had the cartridge and the guide in it and stuff and so man it's just an awesome game i our friend of the show brian he said that he had gotten that on the wii u for his kids and that they gave up within like the first five minutes what's explain you might have done it already. Okay, yes. Attention, but what's the premise of the game? The premise of the game is that um, essentially you're a kid in a small American town. And this is a Japanese RPG, so it's developed in Japan, but it's set in America. And so it has this funky look at American life. But it's sort of this uh, small American town, and, and you there's a big meteor crash. And you go check it out at night. And so then you you... Come across your friend Pokey and his brother Picky, and you talk to them. And the, over the course of the game, basically, you deal with extraterrestrials who are trying to take over the world, and this crazy unknown force from like the fourth or fifth or sixth dimension or something, some other dimension. 
who's coming in trying to take over the over the world. And so it's just a weird, like, long, crazy adventure with this group of kids who is trying to save the world, which is pretty cliche by now. But um, they do it in a very original way. There's, like, weird little story elements where, like, you'll drink some coffee or something, and then all of a sudden there's this really weird and trippy, like, cutscene uh, message for you. And, like, you the player, not you the character. It's really weird. Like, the game is super odd. But I guess the premise is just, I don't know what you would call the premise, but the feel of the game is just unique, fun, strange, funny, but with some solid basic RPG uh, mechanics, as well as some nice little variations on the genre. Like if you get into a, contact, or a combat with a lower level character or, or enemy, combat immediately ends and you win. Like, you don't actually have to actually fight them. And you still get some experience points and stuff like that. So, like, that's stuff that in other RPGs, if you fight a lower level character, you have to sit through this whole fight and actually fight them. But in this game, like, you want, it just goes whoosh, and you beat them and you get experience points. So, it's just a weird, awesome, cool game. I love it. Earthbound's great. And the music for it is fantastic. But I think right now all you can do is try to find it on a cartridge or you can get it on the Wii U. Um, you can probably get a ROM also, but I know that there's a ROM out there that is... Well, ROMs are illegal, first of all, but... Um, <laughs> and we don't support that We don't all. support that. But there is a ROM out there for the Earthbound that is broken, where you can only play so far, and then you can't actually progress any further. So, probably just try to get it for the Wii U, and you can probably get a cartridge. I have a cartridge of it that I bought for $25 bucks on at GameStop, but right now they're selling for like $150, so it's crazy. And plus the batteries die in old cartridges. So it might have a dead battery for the saves. So that might not work very well. Okay. I'm boring myself. <laughs> Matt, take it away. What's Thank your recommendation? You. What was your recommendation? I'm kidding. Earthbound. I'm kidding. So Earthbound. I'm let me kidding. talk about this for a little bit. I want to hear it. Are you kidding? I'm kidding. Go ahead. You gotta be freaking kidding. You have 20 I'm minutes. Done. Go. I'm done. <laughs> I'm gonna pour this water on my head. And, well, this this has been as exhausting as a sports game. Uh, my recommendation, oh, I in, I'm gonna go with music this week. Oh, not just making weird noises. No, <laughs> that is my hobby. My recommendation is not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my recommendation is gonna be music based, and it is uh, I I recommended it. Not turn based. It. Music and turn-based. Mm. Um, I recommended in the first episode that we'll never see the light of day, but I'm going to recommend it again. It is uh, the Arcs. Uh, God, the this. Oh, you must love it. I do. I do love it, <laughs> and I just can't. The claps are just obnoxious because <laughs> now I have to cut out the claps. Uh, can everybody just bear with me as I look for this? <sighs> You guys ever heard of Alabama? So, Michael, Alabama how was The Alabama Shakes? Yeah, are they good? I had a case of that once. Is that diarrhea? Yep. They're my top ten Alabama okay. Shakes. My okay. recommendation is <laughs> The Arcs, Yours Dreamily. Um, it is a passion project from... Uh, Adam, you might have to correct me. Here. Ian get, Anderson. Not of Ian Jethro Anderson. Jethro Tull. Ian Black. Come on, get it right. Is it Ian Black? No, it's not. Oh. Dan Aubuck? Ar- avocado avocado <laughs> i don't know I dan don't know dan from dan? the black keys 
Oh, okay. The the singer guitarist from Black Keys. He, uh, it's his little side band that he has. He's cheating on Patrick Carney. <gasps> and yes, Patrick you know. Carney. He used to be a defensive end for the Seahawks. And a Carney. <laughs> he. Uh, <laughs> It's it's his little side band. It's pretty similar to Black Keys, but they do a lot more uh, electronic music, or they incorporate a lot more electronic sounds into their music. So, uh, Dreamly, yours Dreamly, hmm. it's a great album. It's been out for a while, but uh, yeah, check it out. Have you listened to Sufjan Stevens' The Age of Odds? I have not. That has a lot of electronic sounds. So if you like electronic sounds that are weird, you'd like it. Yeah, check it out. It was on Michael's top ten, if you follow Michael on Instagram. No, it, it actually wasn't. It was Carrie and Lowell. But you can find me at Imposey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's M-P-O-S-E-Y. <laughs> okay, let's wrap this up. So, uh, let's do our voting. Oh, okay, yep. Uh, uh, okay, so let's recap the choices here. Yeah. Adam's was Super, Super Mario. Mario. Michael's World. was Halo. Super Mario World. World. Excuse me. It's not just regular old Mario. Thank you. Uh, Michael's was Halo. I think right? I've heard of it. Might have been a game that was popular at one point. Yeah. And mine was Final Fantasy VII. So let's vote. Okay. Let's vote. So let's vote. One, two, three. Michael, are you paying attention? One, two, three. Let's vote. Who did you have? Super Mario World. Halo. Yeah. We just voted. One, you pointed two, You me. said one, two, three. One, two, three. Ah, Dion, another tie. You think Halo is better than Super Mario World? Because it holds more significance to no, me. No, it doesn't. It does. I just told you. Friend it doesn't show. hold more significance to friend you. Show, Very Brian. nostalgic. I know you it's better nostalgia. than that. It's nostalgia. Uh, it's nostalgia, nostalgia, mystialgia. Oh my gosh. It's nostalgia. It's because I remember playing the game, multiplayer, land parties. That's why I picked it. You don't it. remember that at all. I, I do. I, I should have pointed to myself. We need somebody like Tony Reale who can just be on the sidelines and vote for us. I think we're done for the night. I think so, so too. You can find me on Instagram uh, at mposey. That's at M-P-O-S-E-Y. You'll also find my top 10 albums of the year, along with top 10 songs of the year, as well as my top 10 movies coming soon. Adam? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at adamken 47 you can also find me at Art Adam Kenny, and you can find me on uh, Twitter at, at AdamKen47. And, and you can go to oof. my website, AdamKennyArt.com. Wow. Really abrupt there. You can and follow- I have a blog. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I don't have a blog. You can follow me at RecordedInsanity.com, Instagram. And uh, you can follow Record us. Record it again. You can follow me at Recorded Insanity on Instagram, or you can follow all of us or respond. Tell us how stupid our ideas are at Crackle Pop Pod. Or at, how good they are. Well, that, how good they are, too, right? But uh, at, good ideas! Are you going to let me plug this or what? Yeah, plug it. Okay. Crackle Pop Pod at Gmail, at Crackle Pop Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And what are we talking about next week? Uh, well, you're going to tell us, Matt. No, that's not true. Well, no, that's going to be a perfect way for you to say, 
uh, well, we decided to do this. So see you next week. You guys want to do board games next week? So I was thinking it might be cool. Yeah, let me let me throw this out there and you can edit it out. So I'm a huge board game player. I love board games and I research board games and stuff like that. If, if we want, we can talk about favorite board games. But I think it might be more interesting if you guys come to me with games that are classics. And I tell you of more modern games that can replace those games. So if you say... Oh, well, Monopoly. Then I can say, actually, these days, the game to play instead of Monopoly is this. It's way better than Monopoly. What is this? I like the different format. Is this the game? Yeah. No, there is a game that not, what is is not it? called this. Well, tell our There's listeners. a game called Chinatown, which is way better than Monopoly, but it's along the same lines. It's basically, what would scratch that itch that that old game would do? I already have my answer. Okay, that's great. Save for next week. So, uh... We're talking board games next week. Let's talk board games. This is a pop culture podcast. This is a pop. Board games are relevant to what we talk about. And guess what we're talking next week? The week after that? Board Sports. Games. Sports games. And then we're talking we're talking TV statistics. Yeah. And all the other stuff that is relevant. Opera. Yeah. Shoes. And fashion. Ugh. We're also relevant. Michael's wearing, a, Michael's wearing a dry fit. We've seen him wear for three weeks in a row. I sweat out of obesity, not of athleticism. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Pop Culture Podcast. This Let's is Michael, it. Adam, Shut and up. Matt. Thanks for listening. Shut See up. you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Counsel us. Do you want to counsel us? Because you guys are fighting every we single week. You're fighting right now. It's, I know. I heard on the way up. That's why I immediately I know, turned I saw you like, turn him and come on here. I was drinking water then. I heard you guys fighting, so I walked away. Well, why are you drinking water in the hall? Because I was wondering what was taking you guys so long. Wait a zip up. <laughs>